Today is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023, the year of our Lord. Ex-Virginia election official is indicted by grand jury for altering election results for the 2020 election. Interesting. Dead people are voting in Louisiana. That's just any day that ends in Y. But there's an election that was decided by one vote, and we know that multiple dead people voted. So what's going on? Hunter Biden agrees to testify before the House Oversight Committee and Attorney General Ken Paxton joins us to talk about all of the interesting things going on in Texas. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my family is traveling during the holiday season. We traveled for Thanksgiving. I'm sure your family did too. We got three little kids. And so, man, they uh, are crawling around on the floors, licking doorknobs, uh, touching every seat inside of the plane uh, and having their mouths on effectively everything, right? And so we are getting sick. That's just something that happens this time of year. Make sure that you protect your health as we are rounding the corner in the Johnson family with The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company is a company that effectively contains life-saving medications like ivermectin, emergency antibiotics, Z-Pak, and more, as well as a guidebook and aid in order to keep your family safe with life-saving medications. The Wellness Company and their doctors, including Dr. Peter McCullough, who is a big-time favorite of our show, and medical professionals, trust this company and this product, and so do we. Rest assured knowing that you're ready for whatever they throw at us next. You see what's happening in China right now? Yikes. In order to order, just go to TWC Health slash Benny. That's TWC Health slash Benny and enter the code Benny for 10% off. Make sure your your family stays safe with all of the medications that you need in case of anything. That's TWC Health slash Benny, code Benny for 10% off the wellness company. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is something that is sick in our nation, something that is extremely sick in our country, which is our election process. Our election systems are sick in this nation, and that is a big problem. And we are going to demonstrate on this program that we like taking all prisoners, okay? I am not the kind of guy who is going to do an entire show on stealing, right? It was Black Friday, right? People steal on Black Friday? Of course they do, right? Do you live in a Democrat city? Do you live in San Francisco? People steal every single hour of every single day. You just walk in with a cart and you steal something. So let's say that I talked about how much I don't like that. And then you were to catch video of me stealing a TV from the local Walmart down the street. You'd be like, Benny, you are a fraud. You are unwilling to criticize or to criticize a process or a system that benefits you when you are doing it. So we are going to talk on this program about Republicans who are also stealing elections in this nation. As we look through the enormous preponderance of evidence, not just evidence, like demonstrable uh, election altering, election rigging evidence from coast to coast. And we're going to go through like the actual process of what people are doing and how they are stealing elections because it is something that is happening. It is demonstrable. The truth shall set you free. We are allowed still rarely, shockingly, to speak truth. And so we are going to show you the court documents. We're going to show you the cases. And we're going to show you how election rigging and stealing is happening across the nation. Blue states, red states, we won't hold back on Republicans doing it. And I know you watching this program right now will be in the same boat as I am, saying it's wrong When Republicans do this, maybe it's even more wrong because we're supposed to be above this, but it's happening on both sides and it's happening for the same reason. We have elections 
that have the capacity and have been eroded so much so that they can be stolen, that they can be rigged, that they can be meddled with. Securing our elections, of course, is a bipartisan issue, but you'll always hear one side ever talk about it. And that's because only one side ever tends to benefit from it, ladies and gentlemen. The vast majority of cases that you'll see uh, across the nation include Democrats. Now, I want to make something very, very clear here that the act of voter fraud is common. It is a common crime in America. Here is the Heritage Foundation website's uh, voter fraud uh, 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 map where you can go to any state on planet Earth, uh, any state on planet Earth, any state in America, and you can see the cases of voter fraud. You can click on any state and you can see 2023 cases of voter fraud. And when you click on these states, what you'll often see is you'll see criminal convictions for false registrations, ineligible voting, duplicate voting, fraudulent use of absentee ballots, and altering the vote count. Well, isn't that interesting, ladies and gentlemen? Altering the vote count is one that we haven't actually seen before as we have been looking through uh, and following, obviously, the very important process of exposing voter fraud in our country. Altering the vote count is something that happened in Virginia. And this is now a major shocker across the nation. Court papers say ex-Virginia election official on trial altered election results in 2020 election. Former general registrar of Prince County, Virginia, altered election results during the 2020 election, according to the court documents recently obtained by Just the News. This is the, the website that's publishing this. However, the current general uh, general registrar says that the predecessor allegedly conduct didn't impact any election outcomes. Isn't that amazing? In a county where President Joe Biden received 54% of the vote, well, that's very close. In the 2020 election, uh, former President Donald Trump's 44% of the election official allegedly altered election results in the state reporting system, leading to three grand jury indictments last year. Again, we will only talk to you about people who are being prosecuted for election fraud. There's plenty of problems that we can talk about of election fraud occurring all across the nation. But we are going to talk directly about the prosecutions. In September 2022, former Prince William County General Registrar Michael White was indicted by a grand jury on two felony counts of allegedly corrupt conduct as an election official by making false statements, one misdemeanor indictment, willful neglect. What happened? White resigned in 2021 without explanation when the Virginia Attorney General's office announced an indictment against him. What did White do? White changed the voting system, altered election results within the state reporting system, the Veris system, that her alterations resulted in false reporting of election results from Prince William County. The motion asked November 2020 election records be unsealed, the best evidence of election results filing by White's attorney. The court order of the unsealing of the election records later in March, the prosecution and defense inspected and copied. So, ladies and gentlemen, what they found was there is direct evidence of a what presumably would be a Democrat voter, because Joe Biden is winning this county by 10 points, of a Democrat election official changing the vote inside of the voter system here in Virginia. Virginia, of course, they want to consider it a swing state. They want to consider it a very, very important state. 
and they want to say, hey, listen, this is a state where we can go into the election systems and we just effectively punch in numbers and change the vote. This is what's happening in Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening, though, all over the country. And it's happening in a terrifying manner. Sometimes it's even caught on camera. Ladies and gentlemen, there are major crises and major issues with our election results. This is a astonishing, astonishing story from out of Massachusetts. Massachusetts doorbell footage shows woman stealing ballots from mailbox as officials probe allegation of voter fraud. This is an unbelievable clip. Okay, from the local news here. What the local news says is that a man showed up to vote. He showed up to vote and they said, you've already voted. And he said, that's not possible because I haven't. And then he goes and checks his camera and he sees that there is an agent of some type of nefarious operation walking up to his mailbox and grabbing out his votes. Now, this man in the local news interview which I believe we have. Make sure that I confirm that, uh, ALX. Do we have the actual? Do we have the actual clip? Um, this man is a Spanish speaker. He does an interview in Spanish. Doesn't want to be seen on camera. Uh, that's fine. You don't. You know, it's not. A, it, it, you should speak English in this country, but it's not a prerequisite, right? Uh, if you're an American citizen, but this man is saying that this person, like, effectively targeted him due to the fact uh, that he was a member of a community that wouldn't speak up, that wouldn't pipe up too much. And he, of course, is joined by a woman who also said that her signature was forged on her ballot. This is an absolutely remarkable clip. Watch this from dark blue Massachusetts. A Latino, presumably immigrant, and a black lady both saying that they had fraud committed against them. Please chalk me up, chalk up the Benny show as standing up for uh, oppressed minorities. When we say you shouldn't steal these people's votes, watch. State and local officials are looking into allegations of attempted voter fraud in Lawrence, and we've exclusively obtained video footage from a Lawrence man's home appearing to show a woman removing ballots from his mailbox. ABC10's Darren Botello spoke with Secretary of State Bill Galvin about all of this. Darren, what did he have to say? Well, right now, there are two police reports alleging voter fraud in Lawrence at this time, and there could be more on the way. We are told that there is an investigation going on at both the state and local level. And one man tells us he actually caught a woman on camera going into his mailbox stealing ballots. This is the ring camera video appearing to show a woman taking out three ballots from a Lawrence man's mailbox. This is the man who didn't want to be identified, but says he went to go vote in person on Election Day last week and was told, according to the list, he already voted. That's when he checked his camera footage and then contacted police. The Essex County District Attorney's Office and Secretary of State, William Galvin, are now looking into any allegations of potential voter fraud. Hmm, interesting. It's almost like when you mail out ballots to every person that's ever lived at the address, that it's rife for fraud, that that is a system that is rife for fraud. I don't know how you vote. I vote, I go down to the little library and then there's little fussy ladies 
that sit there and look over my ID, every section of my ID, hold it underneath a scanner, and then they hand me a single ballot after confirming who I am. That's how votes go on in the state of Florida. Now, when I was in D.C., I got mailed a stack of ballots for every person that ever lived in my house. Does this happen to you? Do you live in a blue state? I know there's plenty of people who live in blue states and corrupt systems that watch this program. I got mailed a stack of ballots this thick for every person that had ever lived or ever had their name associated with my residence in D.C. Now, it would be utterly fraudulent. It would be illegal. But what, like, how do you prevent fraud in that situation? How, why am I, why do I, this is someone's sacred ballot, have the ability to hold a stack of ballots like this in my fist? I'm not an election official. I'm not a legal representative for these people. How dare you mail me their vote? What an absolutely effed system. It's broken. Count me as the man standing up for the oppressed black female minority voices as this black woman is sitting there telling local news, that's not my signature on the ballot. I tried to vote. Talk about stealing someone's voice. This woman went and tried to vote in Massachusetts and they said, you already voted. Here you go. Here's your vote. See, you voted. And she goes, that's not my signature. What kind of dystopia are we living in? Watch. Second report filed was from this Lawrence woman who's still waiting for elections officials to decide whether her in-person vote will count or the mail-in, which she says has her signature forged. How come it's not going to be counted if I'm voting right in front of you and I'm telling you that that vote that you have there is not mine? State elections officials are now sorting through these allegations and were told the results would be delivered before the candidates begin their new terms in January. We're on it. And then we heard about it today. We took action. We've had a history of sending people to jail when they've committed crimes. And that's what we'll do here. And there's also another component to these cases. If that mail was stolen out of those mailboxes, that's a federal offense. And we're told there could be a federal investigation on the way. Live in Boston tonight, Darren Botello, NBC10 Boston. So that woman is saying, that's not my vote. That's not my signature. Now, happening literally right now in Louisiana, there's a recount going on for a sheriff's race. We track this stuff. We track this stuff. We will not miss these stories, okay? You come to the Benny Show, we shoot, we don't miss. Ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. Here we go. In Louisiana, here's a sheriff's race that was decided by a vote, a single vote, in case you're wondering how important voting is. Now, they have electronic machines in Louisiana that cannot... Uh, that do not produce any paper trail. So it's inauditable. But what the registrar of the county is saying is that multiple dead people voted, at least five dead people voted, and multiple people voted twice. So how the hell is that gonna work out? Now the Democrat ended up winning by one vote in this county. According to our friend Scott Pressler, saying Henry uh, Whitehorn received uh, 21,000 621 votes, John Nicholson's 21,620 votes, in case you ever wonder if your vote doesn't matter. 43,000 votes were cast. 7,000 mail-in ballots will be rescanned. Louisiana's touchscreen voting machines do not produce an auditable paper trail. Nicholson said, we know that at least two voters voted twice and that the votes of at least five people who were deceased as of election day were counted. 
kind of a system is that, that you cannot audit? What an insane world that we live in, where I'm going to tell you that Kamala Harris, for the first time in human history, legitimately said something truly smart and wise, remarkable. The year is 2018, and Kamala Harris stands flanked by Republicans saying election systems in this country are broken. We should have voting on one day, and it should be paper ballots that are personally marked by the voters that you can audit. And you can put a stack of ballots here and a stack of ballots here, and everyone can look at them and go, this stack's bigger than this stack. And this is the people who won. And here are the voting forms, and here are the registrations. A remarkable what the woke mind virus does to destroy a person's brain. Check this out. Set up systems to audit, but also what they can do around um, best practices and, and best machinery. Um, we are talking with them about the fact that it is probably best that you do not have your election system connected to the Internet because that will create greater vulnerabilities. And then look at where we are now in this year of our Lord 2018. We're talking about paper ballots, but that actually might be one of the smartest systems. Going back to, you know, a day when we could we could have something tangible that we can hold on to because Russia cannot hack a piece of paper like they can a computer system connected to the Internet. Uh, you're exactly right. I cannot believe I'm saying this. I mean, we do a lot. We have a whole cringe alert thing on the program, right, to make fun of Kamala Harris. But you're exactly right, Kamala. There should be same day voting, one day voting, people taking their pens and marking their ballots and you being able to show the ballot for yourself. If you didn't have the mail-in voting system, you wouldn't have these issues. Here's a disenfranchised black woman in Massachusetts being like, that ain't my vote. Somebody voted for me. Isn't it amazing how they go after specific communities? Kamala Harris talking about the evils of electronic voting. Amazing stuff here, ladies and gentlemen, from Pennsylvania. Voters reach peak mistrust after voting machine glitch for a second time. They say glitch. Here's what this article is about. This article is about a specific county in Pennsylvania where residents vote on machines and those machines switch votes, period. That's what happens. This is demonstrated demonstrably inside of both elections that this happened. The 2017, the 2023 elections and the 2019 elections, both times the software touchscreen machines uh, had a programming glitch that caused significant undercount in the votes for a local judge's race that affected Democrats negatively. Then on November 2023, suspicious suspicions grew when voters discovered that their printouts meant to confirm their votes on the devices did not match their choices. The county certified the election anyway. It's disgusting. In Georgia, uh, ALX, make sure that we sur make sure that we surface this. But in Georgia, there's been a massive victory where an Obama judge has certified that electronic voting machines violate our constitutional rights. This is really, really important stuff. Amy Totenberg is a judge who was appointed by Barack Obama, and she's overseeing the election trials in Georgia against electronic voting machines. And Totenberg is saying, one, you're not a conspiracy theorist. If you think that these machines are not secure and then two, she's saying this, uh, this, act, this act of having a machine connected to the Internet is a violation of our constitutional rights. You have a constitutional right to have your, of course, vote counted, your voice counted. This is protected by the Constitution. And the Obama judge of all people is ruling against 
electronic voting machines. It's utterly remarkable. It's We really look forward to following this trial. Uh, but they are saying that this is insecure and it's actually is violative of your constitutional rights, electronic voting. So rare, shocking, and stunning W for Kamala Harris, of all people, saying that same-day voting and marking a ballot is the way to do it. Now, there are enormous problems, of course, with election, with electronic voting, voting systems that are hooked up to the internet. There are also, of course, enormous problems with mailing everybody, uh, unaccountable mail-in ballots. And I want to move here to my home state of Iowa, where Republicans have now been charged with committing fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, Kim Fung Taylor was found guilty of 26 counts of giving false voting information, three counts of fraudulent registration, 23 counts of fraudulent voting, in order to support her husband in a attempt at gaining public office. Now, what did she do? She went throughout the Vietnamese community there in Sioux City, Iowa, and she went to the people who are tight-knit in that community, and she harvested their ballots and then voted for them. Now, why would these people have ballots? Well, because of mail-in balloting or loose absentee balloting applications. This is now leading to 52 counts of voter fraud and ballot stuffing in this case. It's wrong this way. It's wrong this way. And if we don't call it out on our own side, then we're not intellectually sound and honest with ourselves. And so it is the system, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, that is broken here from the Justice Department. Woman convicted for voter fraud scheme. Uh, November 21st, 2023, last week. Federal judge in Sioux City, Iowa, has convicted a woman today of voter fraud scheme in the Iowa 2020 primary and general elections. What I am arguing is that the party doesn't matter. It does tend to be vir virtually every other case that I'll show you here tends to be a Democrat case, but it doesn't matter. The system is broken. And so everyone can violate said system. It's good to call out both. It really is. It's remarkable when you just ship everyone ballots, what can happen? It actually leads to complete hilarity. On CNN, during the 2020 election, they legitimately caught a ballot mule on camera. Now, we are the only show that has replayed this footage. We're the only show with the production capacity to go through the archives and actually clip these five seconds from CNN, where they show the only, the, the county in Ohio, Cleveland, of course, that is blue, that has criminals in it that are running ballot mules. And they catch a woman who, of course, by, by Ohio law, is not allowed to be have a bag full of ballots, a stack of ballots, publisher's clearinghouse, fistful of ballots. They catch a woman, CNN does, literally shoving ballots into the Dropbox in the middle of the day from a minivan saying that she voted for Jimmy Carter, which, of course, shows that she is a hardened, psychotic Democrat activist. Check out this incredible moment in history. The only ballot drop box in Cuyahoga County, Ohio. You can see this woman right here casting her vote. Did you vote for Reagan or Jimmy Carter? Carter. Carter, okay. We don't want to get too personal with people here, but you can see there's actually a traffic jam. We can come around this way and you can see there are cars. So what does that look like at scale? What does it look like when this lady 
goes and gets not just a fistful of ballots, but literal garbage bags full of ballots and starts stuffing drop boxes. Well, it looks like this remarkable situation in Connecticut. Again, we're going all over the country here. We've gone from red states to blue states. Every corner of the country, there is voter fraud. This is a broken system. In Connecticut, a judge threw out a Democrat primary where a Democrat candidate committed fraud against another Democrat. We allowed to talk about that. In Bridgeport, Connecticut, Wanda, the stuffer, stuffed so many ballots into so many boxes you can see that you can see her do it here on camera stuffed so many ballots in so many boxes using a giant. What is that? A Marshall's bag. It's the size of a trash bag. She has a trash bag full of ballots. Where in the F did she get a trash bag full of ballots? Hmm. Who provided that? Who bought that? Who gave it? Who like who traded cigarettes? Money? gift cards for that bag of ballots. What a great question. Why isn't this person being federally charged right now? Where is Wanda? When will Wanda be taking the stand? Who paid for this? Who orchestrated this? Ladies and gentlemen, the only people who seem to be curious about asking Wanda about her stealing of an election as a ballot mule seems to be Jesse Waters' team, a reminder that a judge ruled that there was so much fraud in this election that he said the election doesn't count. The judge ruled it. The judge said uh, effectively that the amount of malfeasance in this election has caused him to throw the election out. And I quote, the volume of ballots so mishandles is such that it calls into the result of the primary election into serious doubt, and it leaves the court unable to determine the legitimate results of the primary the judge cited statistics showing abnormally large numbers of absentee ballots were cast in certain voting districts. <laughs> which districts do you think those are? Districts where Wanda lives and where Wanda has friends. The video evidence showing multiple people shoving stacks of ballots into drop boxes in violation of state laws. The videos are shocking and should be shocking to all parties, says Judge William Clark. Yet, where is Wanda's federal case? What is she going to catch a case? for shoving ballots. All she caught was a Jesse Waters reporter asking her outside of her house, um, why'd you stuff the ballots, Wanda? Go. So it's up to us to shine a light on corruption. That's why we sent Johnny to see Wanda. How's it going? Johnny from Fox, how are you? How are you? Nice to see you. Wanda, why did you stuff the ballots? Wanda, why did you stuff the ballots? Wanda, there's surveillance video of you stopping the ballots. Do you have anything to say? Wanda? Wanda, what do you want to say to the people of Bridgeport? So Wanda pled the fifth, just like she did in court. We're not letting this go. Hey, Wanda, Wanda still has bags. What were in those bags? Were they ballots? Why does Wanda drive such nice cars? Doesn't seem like Wanda lives in the, uh, at the country club, but yet she has two brand new cars at her house. How's that work exactly? Do we live in the third world? 
yeah, we do. Are these elections run by third world goons who will literally steal your vote? What, what do I mean by steal your vote? What do I mean steal your vote? Benny, that's a, stop with the hyperbole. No one's stealing votes exactly, are they? Do you live in New Jersey? Do you live in New Jersey? Oh, baby, do I got one for you. We're going to catch a case here, baby. Go with me to New Jersey. Now, somebody in the comment section, somebody watching this right now lives in New Jersey. Let me tell you what these people have done to you. Okay? Yo, and after I go through this next story, you will, uh, if you were ever considering moving to New Jersey, which you probably shouldn't, you'll say, my God, I never will. What do I mean by stealing your vote? What do I mean by that? Man, this, this one pisses me off. Check this out. Patterson City Council. In New Jersey, of course, uh, woke mind virus, pure TDS, even though there's a lot of big time Trump supporters in New Jersey. I don't buy it, right? I don't buy it. New Jersey should be a red state. In Patterson City, Democrat enclave, the guy who was running for city council had a scheme with his wife where, and this is according to the attorney general. This is according to me, like using, you know, hyped up hyperbolic language. This is according to the attorney general of New Jersey. Check this out. Here's his website. The attorney general lays out a scheme. This is the top law enforcement official in New Jersey. Lays out a scheme wherein this man and his wife would go door to door and they would steal, steal your vote from your mailbox. Then they would open up your vote. Then they would see whether you voted for them or whether you voted for their opponent. Then if they did not like that you voted for their opponent, they would tear up. This is all real. You can read it. This is all on your screen. They will they destroyed your vote. That's a fact. They did this. And then this is a fact. They would mark their own names on a ballot that was a forgery. Then they would put that back into your envelope and then they'd mail that in. And they would change your vote. That happened in New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. And this man won given that process. Makes you wonder, it really calls into question, um, how many people are currently holding office right now that benefited from that exact system? Maybe they weren't as sloppy as Alex Mendez, 48, of Patterson, New Jersey, who's being charged with conspiracy to commit election fraud, fraud in casting mail-in votes, unauthorized possession of ballots, tampering with public records, falsifying or tampering with records. Falsifying or tampering with records, what does that mean? Well, that means he voted for people. He tore up their legal votes, after stealing their vote and then voted for himself in a fraudulent ballot. This is where the forgery, third degree for forgery charge comes from. Conspiracy tampering with fabricating physical evidence, soliciting, procuring, or uh, assisting in all unlawful registration or voter election law, conspiracy to commit witness tampering. That's the case that Alex Mendez, the president of the Patterson City City Council, that's the case he caught for doing that. Now, he had a system of people that did that with him. And according to the attorney general, hundreds, maybe thousands of votes were affected via the system. How often are they doing this? Really makes you wonder.
really makes you wonder, like, at what scale? We have this incredible article from the Gateway Pundit that talks about what happened in Michigan, how the same system operated in Michigan. Now, this is this is a very long article. We very much encourage you to read it. This is bombshell stuff. But what's most important here about this article is that uh, according to the Secretary of State, the former Secretary of State of Michigan, in 2020, there were at least 800,000 ballot applications sent to non-qualified voters. Let's pull up the uh, Michigan vote in 2020, by the way. What, I want to get the Biden versus Trump vote. What was the margin there? According to this article that details in great detail a criminal investigation done by the Michigan State Police that has now been passed off to the FBI, they go into extraordinary detail of a system to effectively get mail-in ballots sent to people who either don't exist or people who are unlawfully registered, bags of prepaid gift cards, guns, silencers, burner phones, and a Democrat-funded organization with multiple temporary facilities in several states facilitated this fraud. And there we go. Joe Biden won by what looks like 150,000 votes. Yet here is the Secretary of State for the state of Michigan saying 800,000 ballot applications were sent to non-qualified voters. Well, that certainly seems within the margin of error. Boy, oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what it looked like in Michigan on election night. Of course, you... Uh, on election, the, the days of voting, there's 19, 19 drop boxes in Detroit. Would you look at that? And ladies and gentlemen, every single time that somebody's hand goes like this into the drop box, of course, this is all sped up. That means multiple ballots are being cast in violation of state law. Of course, this is what it looked like inside of the massive arena where they were counting votes in the middle of the night. You will recall, of course, for the first time in American history, Vote, voting was paused. You recall that? I mean, I remember this like a scene out of a horror film where voting was paused in the middle of the night, only in, only by the way, in five swing states. Only in states like Michigan did I, maybe you remember it as much as I do. It's seared in the back of my brain. Brett Baer being like, well, now all the counting is over. All the counting is over. Wait a second. So in my home state of Florida, which has way more people living in it than Michigan, we're able to count every vote by 9 p.m. And there's, there's, there's absentee voting. There's mail-in voting here. Uh, it's done in a far more legal and secure way. There's early voting in Florida. So why is that possible? More importantly, um, let's take the nation of Argentina. They just had a general election. They counted 27 million ballots. In a single day, in a single night. They had a result by the end of the night. 27 million, that's a lot more people than live in Michigan. Well, in fact, here, put up the, the, the numbers again. In fact, I think there's only like 4 million people that voted in Michigan. Is that right? Maybe less? Yeah, okay, 4 million people that voted in Michigan. There you go, maybe five. So why stop the vote? Don't make no sense. Again, it only makes sense if you are attempting to do something that is illegal, never seen an American election where they stopped the vote. Stop the vote. I do have sources, however, 
to ensure uh, sources inside of the um, party apparatus that tells me that Republicans have gotten a lot smarter on these tactics and this won't be ever happening again in the future. There's very, very good news uh, coming from this. We're not as stupid as people think we are, but case after case after case, Arizona, here's a good example. Arizona, this woman committed, committed fraud, pled guilty. What did she do? Much like the lady in Iowa, she went to the community, the homogenous community of uh, uh, in her neighborhoods. This lady in Iowa was going to Vietnamese community and hoovering up ballots of people she either knew or relatives of hers. Okay, this lady was going to the uh, Latino community in San Luis, Mexico. Her name is Guillermina Fuentes. She is a well-known Democrat activist. And here's what she was doing. This is literally all caught on camera. She would go and hoover up all the ballots, pay off some people, get uh, you know, d- figure out how to get their ballot. Those people would hand her the ballot, and then she would go and she would fill out those ballots. She literally had the audacity to go and fill them out inside of the vote tabulation center. So they have footage. Well, it hasn't been made public, but they have the foot. They have her on camera with a bag of ballots, and she opened them up and she would vote for each person for the people who whatever paid her to do this, whichever candidates happen to pay her to do this. And she she's pled guilty. She was found guilty of this. This is a verify. This is a verifiable case. And she did vote, 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 vote. Go down the list. Knock them all out. It's fraud. And it's real. And it's happening all across the nation. And I've done something that I've never done on this program, which I've played a clip of Kamala Harris saying, wow, um, she was right. Kamala Harris saying we should have same day voting and paper ballots. Goodness. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to play a clip of Joe Biden and say, well, do we believe Joe Biden? Because at the, at the eve of the 2020 election, Joe Biden went on camera and said, we have created me and Barack Obama. Listen to this clip carefully. Me and Barack Obama have created the greatest election fraud system uh, in American history. Am I allowed? Hey, fact checkers, Bueller, am I allowed to quote Joe Biden? Am I allowed to do it? Let me know. Watch the clip. Decide for yourself. We have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, am I allowed to simply quote Joe Biden? That's what the man said. That's a clip. It's a real clip. And he said that this is what helped out the previous administration I was a part of and the most extensive voter fraud organization in American history. Now, we are simply asking questions. We are testing our systems and we are saying that fraud is wrong. We showed you multiple cases in this extremely well-researched topic of Republicans benefiting from fraud, and I say that's wrong. 52 federal counts in Iowa of a a Republican doing this. Uh, Elections in uh, North Carolina were thrown out and redone because of Republican fraud. What I am asking for, and I'm not going to hold my breath because I'll suffocate, but what I am asking for is for Democrats to admit the same, because actually it seems to be Democrats 
who are the victims of an enormous amount of fraud in Connecticut, in Arizona, in these Democrat pockets of Pennsylvania, in New Jersey. These are Democrats committing fraud against other Democrats. It is demonstrable. It is empirical. It's true. It's happening. So here I am in Massachusetts, the woman saying, that's not my ballot. That's not my signature. What's going on here? You're disenfranchising me. I thought we were against the disenfranchisement of immigrants, black women. How is it just me? How is it just us watching? How is it just us right now being the people standing up for that lady saying, you deserve to have your vote counted? My God. There's an entire system about how we're disenfranchising black people. Well, here's an actual black person who's disenfranchised. She said, that's not my vote. Is anybody making posters of her? Is anybody asking her to run for governor? Like they do Stacey Abrams? She said that somebody committed voter fraud in my name. They didn't do anything about it. They didn't do nothing. So we're going to try and do something on the show. And we're simply going to try and cover these issues. I don't care what party it is, what stripe it is. It's all wrong. And it's all eroding to the some of the last little vestiages, vestiges that we have in this nation that hold us together which is that we like kind of trust our election systems, kind of, maybe not anymore. We're gonna keep covering this. There needs to be a solution and we need to have faith uh, in the people that we select because those people are having, those people are making horrible decisions that are affecting all of us. And so we, we must be able to hold them into account. And the vote is the only way to do that. It is the only way. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort and a lot of, well, uh, power <laughs> to go through and catalog every single place in America from coast to coast. We brought you 20 examples right there of bona fide election fraud that's happening right now. The energy that we have on this show is provided by Blackout Coffee. We drink Blackout Coffee every morning. The sweet, delicious black juice goes directly into our veins and gives us the energy to fight the communists. That is what Blackout Coffee is all about. It's brewed right here in the great state of Florida. And it's made by patriots. It's made by people who love you and love this uh, country. So please do not go and drink woke, disgusting brew that is funding left-wing causes uh, that, that hate you. Uh, drink the bean uh, that has the power to fight the communists. Blackout coffee, baby. This is the coffee company that you should be giving to people during Christmas. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. You can get your blackout coffee for 20% off with the code Benny. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Be awake, not woke. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jumping here to something that we're going to talk to the attorney general about because he is now joining with Elon Musk in a lawsuit in order to protect free speech from anti-free speech communist organizations like Media Matters. Elon Musk warns Irish government's hate speech laws would criminalize memes. So if you haven't been following what's going on in Ireland right now, uh, it is very similar to what's going on here in America. Uh, they are going to outright try and ban free speech. Now, why do they want to ban free speech? They wish to ban free speech because they wish to have control over your mind. This is essentially digital slavery. If you have free speech, then that the precursor to free speech is free thought. And if you are able to eliminate people's thoughts, ideas, then you have them effectively as indentured servants, chattel slavery. And so this is what is going on in Ireland. Elon Musk speaking out against it. So what's going on is they are saying that there is going to be hate crimes 
and hate speech rules in Ireland that will essentially allow you to prosecute someone for free speech. Now, it's just beautifully uh, enumerated by a member, uh, a Green Party member of the Irish Parliament who says, we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. Where have I heard this before? Watch. When you think about it, all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. Boy, oh boy. Are you seeing the new tyranny? Same as the old tyranny. We'll take your guns for the common good. We'll restrict your speech for the common good. It's always for the common good. Who's good exactly? Well, the people in power. The law proposed change would define a hate crime in very broad terms. A hate crime, according to this Irish law, is any criminal offense which is perceived by the victim or any other person to have been motivated by prejudice of the person's age, disability, race, color, nationality, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, or gender. <gasps> oh, my. So a fact, this is anything that is perceived. So now you're talking about thought crime. And so now you're getting inside of the brain. And now you're getting into what 1984 is all about, George Orwell. Dude, did that guy ever call it a prophet in our time? George Orwell saying, this is about the control of your mind. You are allowed only certain thoughts. And now they're getting there. These are these are the thought crimes. This is the, um, oh, what was the Tom Cruise movie about, about thought crimes? I, Minority Report. There it is. Where they would prosecute people before they'd commit, committed murder because people said they were going to commit murder. Right? Because of thought crimes. Because of the thoughts of their mind. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. It's evil. It's wrong. And it's our own modern era of digital slavery. Somebody who is fighting fraud in all of its forms. Uh, and a man who is deeply, deeply impressive. A man who has stood up to some of the uh, worst uh, mendacities of intra-party and inter-party uh, uh, personal attacks is the great attorney general of the state of Texas. Joining us now, Ken Paxton. How are you? So I did just talk about Elon Musk and his fight for free speech. You are joining with him in that fight and investigating Media Matters uh, for, for fraudulence uh, being used in their reporting against uh, the free speech platform X. Can you detail that for us? Yeah, so right now it's an investigation. We have real concerns, and we have two angles on this. We have our Deceptive Trade Practices Act, which is there designed to protect consumers from deceptive trade practices. And then we also have the ability to uh, review what charities do, non nonprofits, and make sure that they're following all of Texas law. So we're looking at both angles. And obviously the left, we've seen it over the last at least decade, where they have real issues with free speech and they try to limit it. We want our consumers to have the ability to have as many choices in Texas as possible. And so we want to know what Media Matters is doing to limit that that speech. So what have I mean, this is in a preliminary uh, finding. But what, what do you expect to find here? 
You wouldn't have launched this without I, some type of without some type of uh, understanding of the issue, right? So, so what 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 do you think is happening here at Minimap? Well, my my concern is that they they manipulated uh, Elon's platform to make it look like he was racist and therefore there therefore affect his advertising. And these you can see what's happening. He's losing advertisers just like Media Matters seemingly set up. So it, it, it's like a little trap they set for him. And if he if they did that on purpose, I mean that that's a deceptive trade practice. Yes. And so what what are the next steps in the uh, in this investigation? Do you depose? So we sent uh, out media uh, matters. Yeah. Yeah. So what we start off doing is we send out what are called civil investigative demands. They're questions. They're like interrogatories. They're just questions asking them about their practices. Some of it we got from just public information. Some of it we got from the lawsuit. If enough information to go forward, we'll sue them if we believe that they've committed deceptive trade practice, or we could potentially go after their ability to do business in Texas as a nonprofit. So this is obviously uh, horrifying, devastating, and comes in concert with Elon Musk dropping, and I quote, thermonuclear lawsuit on Media Matters, though it seems like uh, you're standing with the Missouri attorney general. Uh, do you encourage other uh, Republican attorney generals to do this? We're, we're so thankful that somebody is just standing up and doing something. Uh, where are the rest of the Republican AGs? There's got to be 20, 30 Republican AGs in the country. Uh, why are they so quiet on issues like this? You know, that's a good question. I, I, I would I would encourage them to look at this. They may have just become aware of it. I mean, it's, an, it's a relatively new issue. So mm -hmm. hopefully over the next couple of weeks, you'll see other attorney generals look at this. And and I, I would encourage even Democratic attorney generals. I know they probably won't, but they should mm -hmm. because they should care about free speech as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is it is a time for miracles, uh, Mr. Attorney General. It is it is the Christmas season. And we maybe there will be a miracle and Democrats will begin to care about free speech. Now, you are an attorney general who is at using wielding power, the power of your office to protect your constituents and to protect the people of Texas. This seems like an important uh, practice. And it seems like a practice that attorney generals, Republican attorney generals seems seem to utterly uh, abandon uh, when they have opportunity to truly look into things that are of public import. Like, for instance, the Biden crime family. I'm amazed that there are not attorney generals in state like tech, like like Florida, for example, where the Bidens had multiple ongoing uh, criminal schemes that the state the state of Florida doesn't open up a criminal investigation into the Biden family. Like this just this just seems natural to do. This seems like a normal step and would also make sure that public confidence in these institutions remain right. Like you don't want you don't want families committing bribery. Um, or treasonous acts inside of your state or just basic business crimes. Uh, but yet no attorney general where the, uh, of course, you'd have to have jurisdiction, but no attorney general has has made this move uh, for Republicans. Can you explain why? Look, I think there's two reasons. One is in my state, and I've asked the legislature for authority to, to prosecute crimes because we have a lot of DAs in our cities now, and especially in the big cities that Soros is elected, and they're not going to prosecute crimes. So I don't have concurrent jurisdiction. I don't have original jurisdiction. I don't have any jurisdiction unless a DA refers it to me. So I have little hope of getting to something like you're talking about. There are other states that have much more authority. They have original jurisdiction. They have concurrent jurisdiction. I think the reason you'll see a lot of attorney generals back off of something like that is they know what happens when you press the envelope and you start investing.
investigating people like Joe Biden. They come after you. I'm, an, I'm a perfect example of that. And so mm. I think a lot of other attorney generals said, look, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with the problems. And so I'm just not going to do that. And I think that's why you see a lot of attorney generals not focus on when they have the power, not even look at it. If I had the power, I could promise you we'd be looking at it. Well, we you did mention there the uh, sham uh, a, a trial, uh, an impeachment trial against you that uh, you won in uh, absolute resounding and deafening uh, fashion. Can you give us an update uh, as to the results of that trial and uh, where people are going next? I, mean, I see in my social media feed uh, various people that tried to bring these hatchet job allegations against you. They're either some of them are resigning. Some of them are leaving office. Uh, what's the shakeup look like in Texas right now? It's, it's, it's on a good path. We have a March primary. I, I think I've endorsed at least 20 new people running for the Texas House. I've also endorsed three members, three new people running for the Court of Criminal Appeals. And so those are two key positions. If we're going to protect our state, especially against voter fraud and other things, we're going to have to win some of those races. We've already had uh, the, the key guy that was investigating me has already said he's not running. He's going to spend more time with his family. Good for him. Uh, and I think we're going to win a lot of these races. We've got a really good, we've got some really good opponents against the Speaker of the House, uh, Drunk Dade, who needs to go. And we have, I think, a really good chance at changing the Texas House. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, we deeply appreciate your fight and we deeply appreciate, obviously, your fighting the good fight and not shying away from these issues, not being uh, just so lip and so weak as we see so many Republican leaders and and we're just, it's Stockholm syndrome, man. Like we just expect a Republican leader to be weak and you are not one of them. And it's refreshing. Godspeed and God bless you. Hey, thank you. You too. It's a live show, man. It's a live show. We're out here. We're out here on a live show. So we're doing our best. Okay. We're doing our best now. Uh, Elon Musk is also doing his best, preserving free speech. Now, they came for Elon Musk and said, oh, Elon Musk, he's a uh, he's a uh, anti-Semite, which is amazing because yesterday I saw Elon Musk walking through uh, a kibbutz, which uh, was the victim of a terrorist attack uh, in Israel and meeting with the president of Israel, Bibi Netanyahu. And so... I don't know, man. Not not sure that's not sure that one's gonna stick. We got major we got major problems with media matters. We're gonna do a major expose of media matters. That place is a uh, scumbag organization, and you should stay tuned. You should also stay tuned to Hunter Biden, who is ready to testify. Apparently, according to his attorney, hot diggity damn. This is breaking as of uh, time of show. Uh, Abe Lowell, Hunter's uh, defense counsel, wrote a letter to the Oversight Committee, uh, James Comer, saying that his client is ready to testify in December. The letter was first reported by Punchbowl News. Mr. Chairman, we will take you up on your offer. Accordingly, our client will uh, will get right to it by agreeing to answer any pertinent and relevant questions your colleagues might have. But rather than subscribing to your cloaked one-sided process, he will appear at a public oversight accountability hearing. Huh? Your empty investigation has gone on too long, wasting too many better used resources. Good. That's good. Better used resources. Says the guy who's defending the Biden family, uh, which there is breaking news. I don't think we have this in the show, but breaking news as of this morning, America is spending 
over $500 billion a year to house criminal migrants based on Joe Biden's policies. That's $500 billion in taxpayer money going a year to house criminal migrants when all we wanted was $10 billion for the wall. Square that math with me, shall you? I don't think so. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is going to be really interesting. So Hunter Biden is saying he wants to testify in public. Hot damn. Let's go. Buckle up, baby. Speaking of buckling up, Joe Biden is buckling up on Air Force One. Right now, he's flying with Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama on Air Force One. Did you know this? Joe Biden is flying with Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama, maybe doing job interviews. Yeah, right. But what does this mean? That Hill Dog and Michelle O are the ones who are in the plane with Joe Biden on the way down to Rosalind Carter's funeral. Picking out, um, are they going to, I don't know, do a Nerf gun fight, figure out who's going to take the take the job when they shove Joe down the stairs. Joe, Joe, watch out for the banana peel on the short stairs of Air Force One. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this next 2024 election cycle is going to be wild. It is going to be gold, dare I say. And I say that you should invest in gold as well. Gold has been a great return for my family, and it can be for yours as well. Gold is holding strong. It's amazing how when they print more dollars, fixed commodities, fixed assets that have real value uh, skyrocket. This is just economics 101, and gold is one of them. You should go to my friends at Allegiance Gold and consider investing, diversifying just a bit into gold, please. They've earned the highest trust ratings, the precious metals industry, and their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. They do have impeccable service. I can vouch for that. Just this year, the central banks bought back over 800 tons of gold with China leading the way. It's not an accident. Don't put it off any longer. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or 844-66-BENNY. You should call. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have... Uh, some very, very interesting uh, and very, very exciting uh, week ahead of us uh, with the show, of course. We'll, we'll remain doing the show, um, but we are going to be traveling for special projects. We're very excited about it. We're very excited about the capacity that we have here at the show to build. If you wish to become a member of this show and become uh, somebody who supports our work, please go to the Benning Brigade, benningjohnson.com backslash brigade and join up there. You can become a brigader officially in the Salty Army and get your Salty Army keychain. Baby. Now is the time for independent news. Now is the time for real journalism. Now is the time to actually speak truth. The truth shall set you free. Our verse of the day from Isaiah. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. What a wonderful, wonderful verse to end a show like this with. Man, Rolls-Royce often picks our verse of the day. I don't actually know if he picks them in concert with the show and the, the 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 A block, but what a perfect verse for an election fraud show. I hate robbery, stealing, and wrongdoing. He'll reward the people with an everlasting covenant who do not do those things. Do not steal. Do not steal elections. Do not steal TVs on Black Friday. Don't steal. Steal away into your heart, simply the tenets of our Lord and the truth shall indeed set you free. Stand upright, march forward. Benny Brigade, Salty Army, we shall win. See ya.